Greetings, this is Giovanni, and this is what happened last time. In search of an archaeological dig site to appease our pirate host, we continue our journey along the Placidus Sea. We didn't find the site. Instead, we found ourselves on a small island inhabited by a little frog people, led by a mysterious figure named Kevin. walk through the grass of this reefy island in search of Kevin. Birds are flying around. Frogs are everywhere, making me probably a little bit skittish from them, but most of them are just little normal frogs hopping around. What would you like to do? Runar would like to hide behind Giovanni or Drak or whichever person shoes him away the least. And is say, so um, I'm quite I'm a little confused. I, I know you said that this was our only lead, and this is why we're looking for him. But um, again, I feel like this Kevin is a bad idea. I just I have a bad feeling about this. I'm not getting the good vibes. I think we could safely say that we can avoid him, and uh, just wait for the pirates to come back, and um, you know, and avoid them too. How do we know that Kevin doesn't have a boat? Oh, that's a good idea. Kevin might have a boat. He does fish. I, I suppose the boat its not a bad idea. I, what if somebody's seen the boat? I don't know. Let's search and find out. Okay, fine. Logic. <laughs> Drop, go ahead and roll your survival. Um, 18. Heading inland, you recognize that there are little padded footprints through the grass. You've kind of figuring out what to look for. You also recognize there are several little runnels of water kind of moving through. It's like almost like little rivets of water. They all seem to head towards the center of the reef. And frankly, they also go in a similar direction as the frog that you started to track after they ran off from you. I'll go ahead and follow the footprints and the water further inland. Everybody else just follow and drop? Yep. I don't feel like Runa has much of a choice at this point. Like, he's in for a pity, in for a pound. <laughs> you always talk to yourself, Runa. Well, seems to work well for you. True, true. It'll be okay. We'll be fine. It's way better than being beheaded by the pirates. Well, I mean, beheading would probably be a, a quick death. I, I'm, I'm a little bit more concerned about the, the keyholing, I believe. Killholing. You know, where they tie you to the front of the ship and just let you drag along the bottom. Yeah, and you scrape yourself to death. Yeah, very nasty. And probably drown, too. Uh, yep. Uh. It would not be good. So on we go. Druk, what do you find? There seem to be footprints leading us further inland, so I figured we'd check those. Ooh, are they humanoid footprints? I look over at Skittish Cat Friend. Yes. Yes, they are. Ah, Surprised we're not following um, the the frog, the amphibinoid. Is that a word? I don't know. We just made it up. Uh, surprised we're not following those because, you, you know, we think we'd be tracking the frogs, not a human. What? Wait, is Kevin human? We don't know. Hmm. Hmm. I'm rolling inside against these guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty sure that it's not a human that we're following? Listen, I, I mean, wouldn't it be better to not follow a human and, uh... 
These footprints look a little more froggish to me. Why would you lie about that? Oh, they're froggy prints? They look uh, vaguely bipedal, so okay. not a mistake. Eh, it'll all work out. Let's go. It'll be fine. As, like, blood drips from the side of him. <laughs> <laughs> Only takes a couple of minutes to get to the center of the island. You find a circular hole. The rivulets of water are sort of dripping down. It's not enough water to really create, like, a waterfall or anything like that, but there's just these little drippings that are coming all around, and all these little rivulets seem to come towards this center hole. It looks as though it was created by someone, and thick rope-like vines are rooted around it. Some spiral out along the ground, while others line the walls of the vertical tunnel that's created by the hole. Oh, what a shame. There's a hole, and we just don't have any uh, climbing equipment. Oh, but we do. Wow. And Giovanni opens up his vest. What do you need? <laughs> um, I don't I don't know. What What do we need, Drek? <laughs> Giovanni starts pulling out some rope, pulls out a candle. I, I don't pulls out. think we need the candle. Well, yeah, I'm getting to stuff. <laughs> pulls out Jane. They're pretty heavy vines. It's almost like the ropes are there for you, in a sense. I think we should be able to make it without any assistance. The hole's probably 10 to 12 feet across. How far down does it go? Far enough to where your dark vision cuts out. Which doesn't seem even natural, right? This is a pretty low-set island. Somebody's created this. Well, I'm not going down that hole. Uh, uh, If he's not going, I do not feel that I should have to be required to go down that. I will go down the hole. You're going to go down the hole? Yes. Well, the footprints lead this direction, so... Can we just Giovanni sticks his head into the hole and goes, Kevin! <laughs> Kevin! Kind of echoes back. I, I, I would have maybe suggested just laying here and monitoring the hole for a little bit, perhaps. I mean, we don't know what this guy's like, so it couldn't be bad, but I don't want to go into his tunnel. You know, there's some spiders that uh, keep frogs as pets. Oh. And they, uh, so clearly Kevin's a spider, and this is a terrible idea. Dude, I don't like spiders. Hmm. These tracks don't look like spiders, though. No, they look like the frogs that are the pets. I'm going to go ahead and start climbing down. Okay. Make it that legs chat. Oh, that's not going to be good. <laughs> oh, that's not terrible. 14. No. Yeah, you make pretty short work of it. The vines are really helpful. It's pretty set up for you. Lots of handholds, and you just kind of work your way down. They kind of wind a little bit, too, so you can find some places to rest your feet as you're headed down. Probably go down another 20 past your vision, so about 80 feet down. At the bottom of the shaft, you encounter a coral cave. It's all been sort of hollowed out and polished in some spots. Okay. And in the center of it, it kind of startles you as you turn around, but there's a six-foot wicker statue of a bearded humanoid with a frog-like face. Its eyes are set with two pale blue-green gems. Once you get down there, it's not right where you are, but pretty close to where you're standing because there's several little tunnels that go off. Most of the tunnels are too small for you to get into. Some of these frogs probably could do that. Okay. Um, But there's one big tunnel that you could follow. And down that tunnel, there are illuminated patches of luminescent algae. It's lit if you wanted to go that way. How big is this statue? About six feet. Bearded, frog-like in its face, and these two gems in its eyes. Giovanni turns to Urnar and goes, You know, Druk is one brave elf, I must say. You know, there is an adage at the Silesium. It is, uh, 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 the difference between a hero and a fool is, uh, uh, one lived to tell the tale. 
Oh, all right. Giovanni gets out his pipe and offers it to you. No, no, no. We've we've invited enough for the day. Okay. He just leans back and starts resting. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, climb up about halfway and do the shh and wave him down. <laughs> Giovanni waves back, but just stays up there smoking. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure, but I, I think he intends to have us follow him. Oh. Uh, tell me, uh, tell me, good elf, are you wanting us to follow you? <laughs> Finger to the lips again, and a thumbs up. Uh, yeah, see, he said, I believe he said, be quiet, and um, yes, to follow him, that we were, I was correct. Oh, all right, here we go. Giovanni will just jump in and slide down on the vine. Okay. Athletics checks. Fifteen. Yep, no problem. Giovanni lands right next to you, and he's smoking his pipe. Runar will climb down gracefully as he uses his claws and kisses. Uh, I'll take my claim speed. Alright, climbs on down and turn around and you're face to face with this wicker statue. Ooh, what blue, is this? Blue gems on its eyes. Giovanni starts reaching for the gems right Oh, away. no, I wouldn't do that. It, it do what? No, touch the gems, I see you. Can I, I clearly a sleight of hand? <laughs> this is clearly... A, I'm not sure what this is. I, I got a six on history. Listen, I, somebody who recently got cursed by touching shiny things, I would not... I would discourage that behavior. What am I going to do? Turn into an animal? Well, you could turn into a different animal. <laughs> would you like to be an octopus? <laughs> He can't help himself. He starts reaching for one of the gems. <laughs> I want to slap his hand away, but not like like you would slap a, a child's hand, not like trying to kill him. Slap. Uh, why don't you both make a dex check? 20. <laughs> 13. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a gem! So you go to slap his hand, and he's already got the gem in his hands. <sighs> Nothing seems to happen. He's trying to hold him up to the light. He's excited about him. This is not going to end well for us, I can tell. It's going to have some sort of significance later, and you have cursed us. <laughs> so Giovanni just grabs a gem and nothing happens? Yeah. I'll grab the other one. Okay. <laughs> Again, nothing happens. And this is how you end up with a cat tail. Ah, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. This can't be the same place that turned people into cats, so... No, this is clearly the place that turns people into frogs. Oh, I didn't think about that. I'm going to go further down into the tunnel towards the uh, back of it. Okay. Druck, is this Kevin's place? I think it is. Hmm. This is where Kevin lives. Not too shabby. Um, you find shabby. This place is very dank. The carved coral is a nice look, though. I, it just... It is, it is. I agree. Very lovely. I, there's many words I've used to describe this. Uh, I do not believe that is one of them, though. It seems relatively even, the floor. You don't feel like you're descending or, or ascending, but there does seem to be... You know, it was a little bit soggy because you had all these drips that were coming down anyway. But it does seem to accumulate just a little bit. Maybe an inch of water on the floor as you kind of slop through it. Okay, we're doing this. Uh, I'm going to jump up on the back of Giovanni and, like, shake my feet off like you would, like a cat would. Just try to stay up on top of him. All right, roll decks. Sure. <laughs> oh, no, I got two. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I got a 14. <laughs> all right, all right so back. jumps on your back. Ah, what are you doing? It, it's wet. I detest the water. Ugh. It was bad enough I had to swim here. Thank you for not carrying me, Druck. He tries to shake you off and realizes that you've just got such a grasp on him. He's like, oh, all right, <laughs> I guess so. And he piggybacks you. Or you oh. piggyback him. All right, you walk through this tunnel and 
Again, it's this coral walls with this luminescent algae lighting the place up. The tunnel opens into a vaulted cave lined with vines. On the far side, enthroned on an upturned lifeboat, is a slack-jawed, bearded humanoid. His dilated eyes stare off into space. He's shirtless, revealing a tattooed belly and arms, but a frog embraces his head like a crown, and two more frogs drape over his shoulders like pauldrons. The boat on which he sits shines with coins and polished stones and shells. And as you enter, several frogs who are in the room, just those little guys, they flee into tiny tunnels that lead out of this room, similar tunnels to what you've seen before. Three of the largest, however, stay and raise their weapons. They all wear beards of grass. One of them wears wispy robes of seaweed and wields a javelin tipped with a tiny conch cell. The other two draw tiny bows. One of the two bowmen is splotchy blue and green, and the other is nearly yellow. As they yell, for Kevin, roll your initiatives. 13. Yeah, I got a 21. I got a 7. Well, that's not good. Runar, you're riding the back of Giovanni, and you're going first. Oh, hey, uh, oh, hello, Kevin. Can we, we're, we're here to, um, what's the word? Uh, parlay, yes, parlay. Do you guys know the word parlay? Okay. And I think that's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> Giovanni. He's uh, kind of squirming on top of you, one of his arms up in the air as he yells, Hail Kevin. As Giovanni whips out the blue-green gem and he's like, Look, I brought you something, Kevin. Nice to meet you. <laughs> All right. The two bowmen that are a little, <laughs> little bit behind the other guy both take out their little arrows and they actually run them across under their armpits <laughs> real quick and then they take shots. They're trying to do his dirty. Seems like they were shooting for Druk, which but it misses. Uh, Druk, one of the arrows has hit you. It's like a little dart almost. Okay. It's going to hit you for five points of piercing and okay. then make a con save. 19. All right. That's all it seems to do. Cool. It's your turn. One of these guys just hit you with an arrow. I will return fire and back up a bit. Okay. So, um, 15. 15 hit. Okay. Uh, five points. All right, get him pretty good. He kind of squawks out with his little frog voice and kind of staggers a little bit, but he's still up. And can I bonus action hide? Yep. Okay. Kind of ducking as you back up, you're sort of finding shadows down the tunnel there. Um, 24. Okay. All right, takes a shot. You guys see him sort of duck back behind you. The one with the seaweed squawks something, and a bunch of vines actually start to swell up around the floor and kind of create this area of vines and foliage that are going to be kind of in the way as you you try to enter. At the same time, some of the vines actually seem to pull something from the sides because there's little tunnels. A couple of the tunnels had stoppers in them, and the vines actually yank the stoppers, and water starts to pour in from the sides. It'd be a long time before the water would actually like suddenly fill this place, but it's starting to fill with water. The Giovanni and Runar, go ahead and make a strength saving throw. Crit 20. Nice. Do I get advantage for being on top of Giovanni? <laughs> <laughs> Not actually in the vines. I mean, I did get a crit 20, so maybe. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. otherwise I, I got a 5. You know what? Because of all that, I will give you advantage. <laughs> yes. Uh, I got an 8. Okay. <laughs> uh, I did get a uh, 19 on Arcana. I don't know what the spell is, though. Okay, so 
Giovanni, you kind of sidestep and you and these vines are reaching for you as they first throw in, and you're you're okay at this point. But then Runar, who's actually on top of you, thinks he's kind of safe. He kind of tries to climb up a little higher, and one of the vines from above him sort of wraps him up, and so he <laughs> is restrained for the time being. And you know this to be an entangle spell with your Arcana check, Runar. <laughs> oh, meow. <laughs> and it's Runar's turn. Uh, uh, par- parlay, uh, par- meow, parlay. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll struggle to try to get out of the the mines. Yep. Let's make a strength check again. <gasps> oh, sixteen this time. Yeah, you kind of kick yourself free and drop down uh, next to Giovanni. I'll just attach myself to the wall if if I'm allowed my movement action because I don't want to get my feet wet. Okay. <laughs> just kind of climbing vines along the walls. Yeah. Okay. Giovanni, it's your turn. All right, Giovanni's going to cast Invisibility on himself, turn invisible, and then start running away and grab Runar as he goes and try to pull him with him, getting out of this place. Okay. I don't think I would resist inherently, as long as I knew it was Giovanni. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get my feet wet! (laughs) Okay, the two frog bowmen are going to take a shot at you two as you try to exit out into the tunnels. Whoa, they both are going to hit. Giovanni and Runar make a constitution save. Can I do the thing, the the reaction, to try to deflect it? Yeah. Hiya! Alright, so I managed to deflect 11 points of damage. Oh, you just bat that thing out of the way. Okay. And, and then I it will, just doesn't hit you at all. I will use a key point and throw the arrow back at them. Ooh, <laughs> nice. Uh, I got a uh, 15. It'll, the, yeah, that'll hit. We're going to say I throw it back for 6 points of damage. Uh, that hits the one that was already shot by... Druck and he drops. Arrow just sticks him right in the neck and he drops and he slowly starts blowing up like we've seen before. The other arrow from, from the other bowman does hit Giovanni. I'm invisible, remember. Oh, yeah. Great, never mind. Misses you. Woo-hoo. I forgot about that. Thanks. Druck, you're up. Okay, I'm going to back up another 30 feet and take a shot at the guy that casts the spell. Okay. 18. That'll hit. Okay. Four. Seven points piercing. Then I'm going to bonus action hide again. Okay. Air comes zipping by everybody. Giovanni, you're like, oh gosh. It comes way too close to your face as it flies by. Uh, Catches the seaweed, the the one that casts the spell. He squeaks out and kind of moves forward a little bit. It is its turn, the seaweed guy. And he throws his javelin in your direction. Kind of a blind throw. It comes real close to Giovanni, but doesn't hit anything. And then just kind of splats in the water. And this guy, he just transforms into a crocodile and just starts moving your direction. Just jumps into the air as a frog, and then by the time he hits the water, he's a crocodile. And he just starts zipping your way, like moving way faster. Go, 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 go! Then everybody else can move in the water. That is terrifying. <laughs> and it's Runar's turn. Oh my goodness, I, I, I apologize. I, I, it just reflexes. I didn't mean to throw the arrow back and hit you in the neck. Are you okay? <laughs> I don't think he looks okay. Onward, everybody. We we gotta get out of here. He's a crocodile. I think that's his turn. <laughs> Giovanni. Giovanni's gonna keep pulling Runar and running as fast as he can. I'll roll athletics. Okay. I'll roll the ten. It's getting a little tougher. You're splashing through through the water as it builds a little bit. Giovanni says, "Quit talking to them and just focus on running." All right. Another arrow comes by and misses. And Druck, it's your turn. You see them come in your direction. I'll keep... Uh, well, I'm sorry. You see 
Runar coming your direction with his shirt sort of being pulled. Right. I'm going to go ahead and back up another 35 feet and take a shot at the uh, crocodile. Okay. 16? 16 hits. Okay. The arrow kind of digs into its hide a little bit, and crocodile reaches where Runar is, and it's going to try to take a bite at you. Mm-hmm. I have a chance to lose your tail again. <laughs> or an arm on my head, or <laughs> other various appendages that hang off your body. So this crocodile just sort of jumps up out of the water, big teeth coming your way, and you just sort of instinctively duck to the side, and it just sort of slaps in the water next to you, just misses you. And now it's your turn. You've got a crocodile right next to you. I think Runar's going to go full cat mode at this point. <laughs> And he is just going to start slapping the crocodile on top of its head. No, first attack. Oh, that's an ammo. Good thing, <laughs> good thing I can't lose my paw. Second attack. Oh, that's a little better. Well, it's a 17. That'll hit. Okay. That'll be six points of damage. I meant to say that he's going to do flurry of blows as the bonus action. Oh, okay. I kind of I, I, can't, it, I guess, but... Yeah. yeah, I got a little ahead of myself, so I am spending another key point. And so All the right. third attack... Just starts clawing at this... Yep. Crocodile. And uh, that is a 21 to hit. Hits. And for another six points of damage. That was exactly what you needed. All right, so. Nice. Claw, claw, claw. It just kind of starts shredding at the height of this crocodile. And on the last claw, as it comes in, you swipe through, and suddenly it's a, it's a frog again. He's sort of flopping around like he's alive, you know, but you knocked him out of his crocodile shape, apparently. Giovanni? Giovanni realizes Runar kind of pushed away from him, and Giovanni's just going to totally push Runar in the back to try to get some leverage to get out quicker. Okay, so keep running. Just keep keep going. The bowman that's still alive has, has tried, to, tried to sludge forward. He's taking another shot. An arrow comes flying by. Doesn't hit anything, largely because of the distance. Drop, you're up. I'm going to go ahead and take a shot at the guy that used to be a crocodile. 14? That'll hit. Nice. 13 points of damage. Woo. So an arrow hits him and he squawks out and he's looking rough, like standing there like in nice. kind of a bewildered look as he's got effectively the, the cat guy right on top of him and this arrow comes in and snags him. Nice. He's going to go, he just rips his arm out, kind of like he's got a whip in his hand, and whips it towards Runar. When he does that, one of the vines on the wall sprouts thorns and just whips down. So it's almost like almost like a telekinesis attack or something, where like he doesn't really have a have a whip in his hand, but this vine thorns up and swipes at you. Oh, he doesn't get you though. So this thorny vine just goes by, and Runar, it's your turn. Uh, still in panic cat mode, he is going to continue to be. I'm just going to bat you until you're in submission mode. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take our normal attack first. That was a great roll. Uh, does a uh, 17 hit? Yep. And that'll be four points of damage. Okay. He's not looking well. All right. So uh, we will just use the last key point that I have and do two more attacks. Does a 10 hit him? No. Uh, and then a 14. 14 hits. Five points of damage. Okay. Last one comes in and just claws across him, and he immediately sort of spits out poison off to the side and just kind of looks up at you and says, Gavin, and falls into the water <laughs> and starts to blow up. I would like to use my feline agility, so uh, I can move 80 feet this round. <laughs> okay, so everybody's headed back to get out of the hole? I'm not. 
No. <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna take out that last bowman and okay. loot the loot Kevin. Alright. <laughs> uh yeah, no, five isn't gonna five yeah. Five's not gonna yep, hit. you miss. He's looking nervous and he's he's not he doesn't seem to be coming in any closer. He's staying back where he at the entrance there. Because he saw his his shaman go down, and so right. he's trying to figure out where to go from here. I'm gonna stand up in the middle of the tunnel, so that I'm kind of backlit from the cave entrance, and take another shot at him. Okay, ten. Ten will miss. All right, that's okay. I'll start moving towards him. Okay, he uh, he kind of starts and turns around and, and runs back into the room. I'll shout back. I think they're gone now. Did I hear him? Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's echoed. It's through this tunnel. Well, Giovanni kind of stops and turns around and starts peeking over towards Druxway. Does it look like all the fighting and stuff's done? Yeah, Drux just walking towards the cave. Okay, he'll he'll stay invisible, but he'll start walking towards Druk. Okay. And then grab Runar as Runar is running by. Be like, hey, I think he said it's all clear now. I, oh, wait, what happened? Oh, where am I? You wait. beat up a crocodile. What? No. Yeah, you no. did. It was amazing. No. No. <laughs> no. I did. I most certainly would not. Wait. I was having the most lucid dream. I really have fought a crocodile? You did. And there were three of them that were coming in from behind. That's why I came this way, and I fought them off, and they took off. That's so very brave of you. Uh, <laughs> I have a look at you. Are you sure I fought a crocodile? You did. I was having a dream where there was a crocodile <laughs> eating a chicken, and... A cat just walked up and bapped it on the nose, and the crocodile ran away. Uh, th- there we go. It came true. <sighs> Except for the chicken part. <laughs> Let's go uh, see what this is all about. Oh, you mean Kevin, who's getting drugged by the frogs, yes. So the water is slowly filling the place. It's not going to overtake you anytime soon, but it's slowly just building up more okay. and more. If you walk back into the room, there are no extra frogs in here. That one, the bowman must have hit one of those tiny tunnels Mm -hmm. to get away. And the boat that Kevin was enthroned on is starting to float. Okay. Uh, It would fit down the tunnel, so, you know, like that the tunnel that you came down. Okay. But he is just sort of sitting there, slack-jawed. I mean, this guy is, like, drugged out. These frogs are still attached to him. There's there's three frogs sort of brain-slugged onto him. And Wait, they're living frogs? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, they're just, like, latched onto him. There's one one of them's, like, got his head, Ooh. and then two of them on, are one on each shoulder. And they're just, like, And Kevin's still breathing? Him. Yeah, he's still, yeah, he's just not really he, cognizant of you. Just clarifying question, is the boat correctly sitting on the water? No, it's upside down. You'd have uh, to whip it uh, over. I'm not, I'm not an expert, but uh, if we're going to use this boat as a means of escape, uh, it's not, it doesn't appear to be sitting on the water correctly. I'm gonna go ahead and stab the uh, frogs that are on Kevin. Okay. Just and just kind of just peel like, them off, pick them off with like, a knife. Yeah, like a like I'm taking barnacles off the bottom of right, the ship. Right. And that's kind of how it is. Too. Like they oh, don't, like, they don't oh. fight you. They just kind of go whoosh, like peel off of him. Oh. Like their whole existence is to be on Kevin. That is disgusting. Wow. <laughs> what happens with Kevin afterwards? He's still pretty loopy. Like his his huh. eyes are totally dilated. He sort of looks at you and kind of looks through you, but you don't get a lot from him. Like this guy's apparently been juiced up for a while. Okay. Giovanni starts trying to get the boat upright, and he keeps getting distracted and trying to grab anything shiny and putting it in his vest. Same. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not an expert, but if we flip up over the boat and then put the stuff in the boat, we probably have better odds of success. I mean, why can I keep saying I'm not an expert? I am an expert in this. You want to get out of here? You're gonna have to write beside the boat first. True, true. Okay, okay, okay. Let's all do that real quick. 
You flip over the boat. Okay. You know, there's mostly like polished stones, shells, coin here for sure. There's it's mostly silver, but there's you definitely see some golds. Okay. It's almost like a little altar that they had offered that shiny things to him. Mm-hmm. And so when you turn that over, you're not going to probably keep all of it, but you can kind of grab what you can. Right, right, so right. You can salvage. He does, by the way, too, have a just sort of stuck in his hand this driftwood wand-looking thing. He doesn't seem to even know he's holding it, like, but he's just holding it tight. Okay. So uh, when you move him around, this wand is just in his hand. Giovanni walks up to Kevin and like starts snapping his fingers in front of him, waving his hand in front of his face. Hello, hello, and then he starts taking the wand out of his hand if he can. <laughs> Make a charisma saving throw. Seven. While he goes to take the wand out of his hand, you know, he's sort of trying to pull it out. And you do, you get it. But before you get it out, you get this weird sensation and you literally start crying. Like you, you can't help it. You're like, you're not sure why, but tears come down and you're just like heartbroken. <laughs> oh, this wand. <laughs> and he puts it in his vest. <laughs> he wipes oh his tears oh, as Kevin. he takes the wand. Kevin. <laughs> we know we're trying to consult. It'll be It'll be quite. It'll be quite all right. Uh, we just. We just. Could we? Can we focus a little bit more on the the, the boat and cry in the boat? Perhaps. Is it really worth it? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Think about. Think about. Um. Think about. Um. Your boats. You said you had a bunch of ships. But we're stuck on an island. I mean, we're all doomed. Well, fine. Uh, Drock, can you help me with the boat? <laughs> Yeah, the boat's flipped, isn't it? Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay, yeah, and yeah. Kevin's in. Let's, you kind of uh, grab some coin as you okay. can. Scraped up what you can. Is it, is it, like, is there enough water in it now that we can sort of float it down the hall to the yeah, other entrance? Sure. Okay. Sure. Right. Let's, uh, let's, Gio- grab, let's grab Giovanni and uh, this Kevin Fiddle and make haste. Giovanni plops down cross-legged into the water. <laughs> or perhaps we just, leave, we just leave him there because I, I, I'm not very strong. <laughs> Okay, stay in the boat. I'll hop out and grab Giovanni. All right, you grab his shoulders. I'll grab okay. his feet. We'll lug Giovanni sobbing into the. So I don't think Kevin in the boat too. I was hoping to. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I I don't successfully grab Giovanni's shoulders, but I do manage to grab his horns. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. This is probably gonna hurt your neck. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin has these big frog-shaped hickeys on his shoulders and head. Gross. <laughs> so gross. Giovanni puts his shoulder into Kevin, like, just sobbing. All sad, like, trying to cuddle with Kevin. As a residual, just sort of spaces off for a little bit. And then starts crying again. <laughs> you get the boat down underneath the opening, and the water's filling slowly. And then, once you're there, it doesn't take very long before the water seems to be coming faster. You're not sure why, if you know, if maybe the frogs are doing something, mm-hmm. but the the water is filling up faster, and it, it's I mean, it literally is going to take like an hour if you want to just get that boat to come up to the top and just sit in there. But that's I mean, initially it would would have probably taken a day, but for whatever reason, that water starts okay. spilling in faster. Well, hopefully, this will get us above the water line so that we can ride this boat out. Is Giovanni still feeling super sad? Uh, it, it's just it takes about a minute. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. About a minute later, it's it. it uh, <laughs> It clears. He, he wakes up, kind of snaps out of it with his face on Kevin's nasty shoulder, and is like, ah, oh, oh, <laughs> um, hey, good, we got a boat, all right. Yes, yes, we got we got a boat. Uh, perhaps we should recuperate from our um, battle and uh, take a little nap while the, the cave fills up. 
Ooh, ooh, and look at this. And he takes out the wand. I found this, too. Does it make him cry again? <laughs> make it, Runar, make a charisma. Uh, Runar? Yeah, because yeah, you're, you're pointing, you're pointing the wand at him. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an eight? There's no way. There's no way. Runar starts crying. What? It's just a wand. And he's waving it at you. I just want to go home to my wife. It's all I wanted. And I got cursed. And now I'm... Get on the rock ship! I have the worst luck! Get the wand out of my face! <laughs> oh, Runar, it's okay, it's okay! Look at how cool this wand is! Like, it's not it. cool! I just want it to go home! He keeps putting it right in your face. <laughs> Druck, look at that! Why is he so upset? Look at this wand! This is I very have, cool! I have no idea. Charisma saving throw. <laughs> <sighs> I have no idea why he is sad, but... <laughs> That wand is making me sad, so please put it away. <laughs> did you get? Did you get? To oh, that? I failed. Okay, yeah. Well, and this looks even weirder because you wouldn't expect Druck to be sobbing, right? Like, but he just starts weeping, and so weird tears come down. Giovanni messes up his makeup. Giovanni's super weirded out and like shakes it and then like points it at himself and is looking very closely at it. At that point, no, nothing happens. Okay, nope, that's it. All right. Um, he puts it away and as well. I guess I'll uh, start getting us out of here and. He kind of pats both of you guys on the face to see if you snap out of it. I bat your hand away. Why, why would you just bring up that I'm dancing my wife and I'm marooned on an island and this is a bad situation and it's all my fault. All I had to do was just not go to the big site. Giovanni gets out a piece of jerky from his vest. <laughs> Has a few hairs on it. And he uh, just shoves it in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> While you're sitting there in the boat, too, the javelin that the shaman had actually kind of floats over to the boat. Ooh. Um, it doesn't look like it should be usable. It looks too delicate, so it's interesting, at least. It's got this, it's a javelin that's made of kind of a, a thin bamboo reed and then has a conch shell for a tip. Um, do a tiny conch shell. Pick that up and put it in his vest. Yep. How long is it? Probably less than five feet. Yeah, it's about four. Yeah, he, yep. he puts it in his vest. <laughs> so the boat rises and rises, and about an hour later, you get to the top. Point, I have a question. Can we have uh, taken a short rest? Yeah. Okay. I will sing Song of Rest. Giovanni's song is uh, inspirational about how a cat defeated a crocodile. <laughs> That's such a silly tale. No cat could possibly ever defeat a crocodile. That is... Such a silly thing. I am telling you, I saw it. I do not believe you. <laughs> you are one stubborn cat. The crocodile is a very large animal, and a, house, a simple house cat cannot possibly defeat a crocodile. When you get to the top, it's very sunny, warm day. When you first showed up, it was earlier in the day, and it was foggy, but the fog's all cleared. There's no ships out there. They have left you. Oh, thank goodness. Ah, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We got a boat. Uh, I don't suppose either one of you know how to navigate. Oh, I can navigate, yes. You bet. Insight check. I was born from this sea, you know. Okay, so I'm insight checking him with a 23 on him knowing how to navigate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm like, <laughs> he seems like he I, I legit okay. know how to sail a boat. And then I'm going to roll insight on the uh, I'm born from the sea BS. I got a, I got a 19. He certainly believes it. Uh, you're an odd one. Born from the sea. You truly believe that? Yes. That's, you know, that's not how people are normally made, right? I know, but the gods made me. Mare made me. Well, I mean, technically everybody was made. What do you mean Mare made you? 
I woke up on a beach, naked. Came from the sea. Well, I literally wish you would learn how to put pants on. I don't need pants. No, you do. I don't think so. <laughs> you know what pants have that you, you would thoroughly enjoy? They have pockets. Mm, well, I do like pockets. So you get a pair of pants, highly encouraged, with pockets. You're funny. I tried to try to convince them to wear pants, please. Um, I am not going to get into the middle of this conversation. <laughs> I'm going to count the uh, gold, though. Okay. So you have scrounged up in, in the getting the boat in this Kevin shrine, 380 silver pieces and 30 gold. You also found two more zircon, so that is a total of four zircon because the first two came from the effigy. Oh, they, they're zircon? Yeah, they're the okay. transparent blue-green gems. And then you also find one fire opal. Um, Drock, would you like me to uh, count all of that and double-check you? Um, sure. Go ahead. All right, he's going to count and then sleight of hand and start putting stuff into his... <laughs> I will definitely sleight of hand. Uh, is that perception? I rolled a 19. Yeah. I do not notice. I've got 200 silver here and 10 gold and one of these zircons and the fire ruby. <laughs> So he's telling you got. He's telling you're off by 180 silver and 20 gold, and two zircons. I said one zircon. One zircon. Hi, you're a very good count, Drek. Go ahead, count count all of this up again. Roll your insight. <laughs> so do yeah. Roll what do I roll? Do I roll a uh, deception? Deception. 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 <laughs> Twenty-five. I guess that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so how much? I don't know how far I was off. I don't know. <laughs> how much was it? <laughs> Two hundred silver. Okay. And ten gold. And I could have sworn I saw gems in there, but one zircon. Oh, one zircon. And the fire opal. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mark, how much? <laughs> so that means I get twenty gold. How many silver did I get? Did I, did I steal off of them? <laughs> so you stole one hundred and eighty silver. One hundred eighty silver. Twenty gold and three zircons and one zircon. On your way up, you spend a little bit of time with the items that you picked up. The weeping wand is this uh, eight-inch piece of gray driftwood that was making everybody cry. The tip is perpetually damp. When you take it in your hand, you kind of feel a tinge of sorrow, as if remembering someone that you've lost from childhood. You kind of get the impression, based on what happened, that it has about three charges on it, and then it'll recharge itself every day. And then you spend a little time looking at the javelin, it's just this slender, sort of salt-stained javelin that kind of smells of the sea. Again, the tip is made of this small, cream-colored, conical seashell. It's one of those things where it shouldn't work because of the structure of it. Like, it just seems too fragile, but it does, and it will act as a plus-one javelin. However, as effective as it is, because of its frailty, if you ever roll a one on the attack roll, it's going to break and lose all magical properties. So it's a plus-one javelin until it's not. Then it's an expensive toothpick. <laughs> yeah. And you, <laughs> you find yourself... thinking his teeth are there right now. <laughs> <laughs> you find yourself at the top of the tunnel that you that you rode the water up, and now it's a pond. It doesn't continue. Whatever happened with whatever these frogs had worked out down there, it doesn't continue to fill water once you hit the top. So you're sitting on this small pond that's, you know, maybe 12 feet across. Did Kevin ever come to... He's slowly starting to come to. He's he's still a little wonky, but he's like looking at the sun. Seems like it's been a while since he's been in the sun. 
Hmm. He's very pasty and he squints and stares at the sky and kind of just says a few things like, oh, oh, Maribel. Maribel. Just kind of goes back into his stupor. Giovanni looks at the side of the ship. Does it say Maribel on it by chance? <laughs> it's just a lifeboat, right? So there's nothing written. Yeah, on okay, okay. Yep. Do we have oars? <laughs> Good question. No. <laughs> Are there trees? <laughs> Uh, they're not really trees, but there are little pieces of bamboo, little stretches across the island. Well, time to make some oars out of a handful of bamboo, huh? Let's get to the land and we'll, I'll start working on that. That does sound a bit arduous. How are we going to get the boat off of this pond? Because we don't know if the fox can reset the water or not. We'll carry it out. Yeah, we'll uh, snip it up and bring it on over. You can just walk on the water anyway. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah I can just carry it over. Yeah, I'll just drag it over. That's, that's yeah. kind of weird, yeah. So he steps out and just, <laughs> just yanks it across. I really feel like he's cheating with this. That is a really nice item when you're around water a lot. <laughs> like, I never saw how great an item that is, but it's pretty great. It's uh, it's super handy. <laughs> Do you want to just find a place to, to I guess just, camp yeah. for the night and we'll make oars and yeah. Yeah. be ready for it's, uh, on the sea tomorrow? Yeah, I don't know how well this is going to fare in the open ocean, but... Oh, don't worry. Nair is on our side, okay? It'll be just fine. Yeah, didn't you hear him? He's the son of Nair. I am. Uh, can I start fashioning oars out of the bamboo? Yeah. I was going to say, I do have survival. Can uh, you get advantage so. for me helping him? Yeah. Oh, with advantage? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Fifteen? Yeah. Getting some oars together. I mean, clearly you'd love to have a sail, and you know, there's lots of things that would right. be better, but like, you got some water, probably with some working oars. Giovanni doesn't shut up about how Mir is going to be on our side. It'll be like, hey, okay. <laughs> you also get a couple of bamboo posts as you're thinking about things in case you needed to push away from things. Just having those. Oh, on, like shoals you know, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, just okay. making sure that you, you have what you need for, right. the, for the trip. So when they get done doing the auras, I would like to try to gather a bird or three for, you know, dinner and possibly, you know, provisions for the next day or however long. Um, just trying to get some food for the boat. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got a nineteen, and my attempts to stock a bird. He gets himself three birds as the you two are working on an oar. He's just like here, just running around and stocking birds. He he went after twice that many, but for sure. But he ended up with three at the end of the day. One of which is kind of a big bird, like an albatross, like a. Like it'll oh, it'll no, be a it was meal. Frank, the one I talked to the other day. <laughs> <laughs> you killed Frank. I, I did that, Frank. What do you mean, Frank? I, or Phil, whatever his name was. <laughs> what What do you mean, Phil? I didn't, I didn't kill anybody. We got this bird. Dinner. We can have dinner, and then we could have maybe some breakfast, and then maybe this one could be lunch. We got, we're going to go be on an ocean for a few days. I, I thought it would be good to have a couple, some supplies. I agree, I agree. We'll get some work, and then we'll get some rest and song in. Okay, so as time goes spend on. Spend a day Kevin. getting oars together and getting some food and deciding that it's probably time to leave the island and start heading somewhere, Kevin starts to get himself a little bit back to normal. Like He's he's clearly affected by whatever these frogs have been pumping him full of for how who knows how long. So he's not 100% together. He starts to sort of focus a little bit, and at one point he literally looks at Druck and says, Are you an elf? I am. Are you... Are you are you on my island? Yeah. And he kind of puts his finger out and just slowly moves towards you <laughs> and pokes you. Are you Kevin? <laughs> I am. 
I had a dream about a cat and a goat. <laughs> that is madness. I thought so. And a lot of frogs. <laughs> are the frogs gone? Yeah, I believe all the frogs are gone. You just hear ribbits in the background. Kevin, how long have you been on this island? Ah! A goat! <laughs> it's okay, I'm just a goat man. <clears throat> yeah, yes, the, the technical term is cedar. <laughs> Giovanni holds up Runar's tail. Here's your cat man. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of puts his hands over his face for a minute and rubs his eyes and the, the light is still bothering him. Uh, <clears throat> Kevin, uh, you said something about uh, Maribel, I believe, earlier. Oh, Maribel, my love. Oh, that's a oh. lovely name. That is quite a lovely name. Where is Maribel? I don't know. Where am I? Uh, well, you're on an island. Do you recall how you got to this island? Uh, I'm a fisherman, and I, I was blown off course during a storm, and I, I do remember coming across a reef or island of some sort, and I, I think that the frogs latched onto me, and... I, that they did. I barely remember anything past that. I, what boat I did you use to get here? Got out my name, and he kind of looks down at the boat that you're ah. dealing with, and he goes, "This is yeah, this is the lifeboat." <clears throat> Where's the rest of the boat? I, I had to ditch her. I it was going down, so I floated around for a couple of days, and I think so, I must have ended up here. Where, where where is your crew then? I I. Uh, I think I, everyone else was overboard by the time I got to the boat. I was... Were you the captain of the other ship? No, i just just a working man. I'm from Portmanteau. And that's just a few days away? <sighs> do we, do Must, we know where this I, place yeah, is? Yeah, can I roll, yeah. my, uh, too far. Can I roll my history and sure. see if I know that? I rolled a 13. I got an 18. <laughs> yeah, you actually have both heard of Portmanteau. It is a relatively large city. And it's not too far from Golarod. It's actually on the east coast. It's a free city close to the Zendalon Empire, even though it's it works on its. It's a pretty well defended city. Ah, so just a few days away from that port city. That sounds Excellent. good. Yes, this is this is the best night I've had in a week. Kevin, if we get some rest and we get you fed up, do you think it'll be able to help us navigate tomorrow morning our way over to that city by the sky? Or do you need starlight to be able to navigate to the sky? He kind of stops for a minute and stares at the sky. And a couple of birds fly by. And he just says, I, don't, I honestly don't know where we are, but follow the birds. Excellent. You know this, right? And he looks at the elf like <laughs> he thinks Drux should know. He's like, birds go from one island to the next. Right? And he just almost looks helpless. Like he's just begging him to ask, say yes. That's generally how they travel, yeah. The birds will lead us somewhere. Sounds like a plan. That's a plan? We're going to follow the birds? Yes, we will. The the birds are going to go to the port city for sure. Well, if that port city is east, then we know we probably need to go east. So hopefully, not saying that for sure, but we know that it's going to lead us to an island. At least, right? That makes sense. This. I want to go to Port Hotel. How do we ensure that we go to Port Hotel? Well, we head east until we hit land. Yep. And I can talk to some birds here and there and let them, like, see if they can tell me how far away the next island is. I feel like going east isn't inherently following the birds, and following the birds isn't inherently going east. Like, this plan seems flawed. Wait a minute. Didn't you get on the wrong ship at one point? I mean, come on now. (laughs) 
Do you trust your sense of direction or our sense of direction? In my defense, there was multiple <laughs> ships at one port, and I was trying to sneak on a ship, and I knew which ship I wanted to get on. It was not the consort, and I got on the consort. I just <laughs> don't know how I did that. That's okay. Just trust us. We'll be fine. If I don't... Mare is on our side, my friends. That bothers me. Oh. Listen, I am a cat, and water <laughs> is not good for cats. So you stay so in the boat. This is going to end poorly. I'm going to be wet. Kevin looks at the oars that you're putting you put together, and he says, at the very least, the current is going to bring us east. Oh, so we might as well not fight the current, right? Correct. I agree. <clears throat> Eastward will go tomorrow morning. Do we know if we just go straight east, are we going to hit Zendalon, or...? Based on the map that you guys had used to get here, you are closer to Zendalon than you are to Tandria. So that means you are further east. Mm-hmm. You're probably a little bit more south, which would actually play off to that. So what you know is that Golaron is south of Zendalon. Mm-hmm. It, it adds up. Okay. Like it, I think uh, get a good night's rest and set out in the morning. Ah, rest sounds very good. Yes. Giovanni pulls out his lute and starts a song. He sings about Mare and how he's going to guide the way for us and protect us. Apparently soon it's not going to rest because I'm yawning. (laughs) (laughs) While you're sitting at camp on the beach, you do see a few frogs sort of pop their heads up over the grass. Like the bipedal frogs that want to murder us? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, basically. I'm... They're checking out. You, you've got their their god, right? So they're they're like trying to figure out what's happening. They all kind of look glassy eyed as they're looking over at this camp of Kevin. When they do that, I'll use minor illusion and cast like a little fire right in front of them. Every time they come up, I'll just okay. cast a minor illusion of fire right. In front of them. <laughs> <laughs> they'll like run off. Oh boy, that would have been useful down in the tunnels. We could have just cast fire on the water, and they would have panicked and ran away. Maybe next time. Yeah. I don't know if next time I'm going into a tunnel, to be honest with you. <laughs> I am. I would rather avoid that, but uh, Druxon, very determined. And he, I mean, we did find Kevin, and he didn't eat us. Although, was there a crocodile? Yes, there was. Yes, yes. We've been through this. Yes, yes. Crocodile. Yes. You beat up a crocodile. No. <laughs> you did. No, you did. no, no. Here, let me sing the song again. And he switches the song to the cat beating up the crocodile. Well, that's a very catchy tune. I, I did not beat up a crocodile. There's just no way. It's just... <laughs> the cat and the crocodile. I love it. Does Kevin do anything the rest of the night? Because I'm um, keeping a, I'm definitely keeping an eye on him. I'm sure he doesn't go cannibalistic on us. <laughs> no, he, he looks very somber. He's, you know, you hear him again. He, Maribel is on his mind and he's... Oh, tell me about Maribel, my friend. What What's up with Maribel? That's my love, my my lady. Oh, I know how you feel. I once lost my lady as well. Pegasus. Mm. Oh, my Pegasus. Tell oh. me about Pegasus. Yes, tell me about Pegasus. Oh, Pegasus. Just lovely as can be. My pretty, pretty Pegasus. <laughs> and he starts singing a song. And it goes something like, My pretty, pretty Pegasus. <laughs> oh, how I loved you. And he does really get sad about it. <laughs> well, she sounds very pretty, Kevin says. <laughs> very much so, yes. <sighs> I miss her a lot. I miss we were very wife. close. I thought she was the one. Hmm. What happened that you, you're not the other? I don't know. She just disappeared. She ran away from you? Yes, I feel like some other man took her. <laughs> 
This is terrible. I can't imagine some my wife absconding with some stranger. I just never thought it would happen. We were uh, so we were so close. That would be devastating. Every day, every day together on the sea. She sailed with you. Yes, yes, she did. Every time I was with her, we'd be sailing together. I, just, I, I can't imagine going sailing with my wife. Just... We were inseparable. Well, I mean, I guess we're we're, uh, we're from there. Isn't really a lot of sailing. There would you could go to the lake. Oh, come to think of it, she's never seen the ocean. She seemed quite fascinated by it, by with my letters. Well, maybe someday we'll find your wife, and she'll get her out on the ocean. I'll take her out on a trip, on one of my many boats. I'm suddenly very dubious. What do you mean you are taking my wife out on the ocean? <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I I don't have to, but I just figured I could help you go on to the ocean with your wife. And... I, th I think I've had enough of water. Can we just? Sneak <laughs> home to my wife and go back to being in a lovely landlocked country. Oh, landlocked? That sounds like the worst thing in the world. Well, I mean, we're surrounded by giants and dwarves. I mean, it's it's all good. Ah, oh, Giovanni goes right back into the Pegasus story with his loot. Uh, if only we had some drink here, says Kevin. Giovanni starts looking through his vest and starts taking all sorts of stuff out. And he's like, oh, I wish I had drink too. Hmm. <laughs> He does pull out a flask, but he flips it upside down and shakes it up and down, and it's empty. Very unfortunate. As he's taking everything out of his vest, too, he does end up accidentally taking the three zircons out and laying them down as he's taking other stuff out. <laughs> Perception. <laughs> yeah, right, right, your perceptions, guys. 23. <laughs> 18. So, yeah, both of you go, wait a minute, why are there three zircons on the bench so, of the boat? Okay, so you got a zircon. You got a Zircon. I did. I got a Zircon. How do you have so many Zircons? Uh, excuse me? No, I mean, you you took a Zircon from the from the uh, effigy. Effigy. You mm -hmm. took yeah. a Zircon from the effigy, and mm -hmm. then there was a Zircon in the blue pile yeah. that you counted out. But you have three now. Oh, it looks like I do have three. Oh, hmm. where, how about where, that? Where did you get the other two from? Um. Oh, I've had these, yeah. You had them? I did, yes, I have, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to roll a deception. Uh-oh, I rolled an 11. I rolled a 15 plus a number. I, saw. <laughs> I think, I, I think I'm think i like... You think he's full of it. Hey, did you steal from us? Uh, what are you talking about? I would never steal from you. Wait, where did the extra Zircons come from? <laughs> they came from my vest. But where were they prior to your vest? Where did you find them at to put them in your vest? They were in the pile that Druck... Oh, oh, that's right. Oh, there were two more. Oh, here, here you go. And he hands one to Druck and hands one to Runa. That's right. Oh, my mistake. That's right. There were extra ones. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So when you counted out the gold, your number was largely different. Oh, I can't help that the elf can't count. <laughs> Did you perhaps, when you were miscounting the zircons, also miscount the gold? <laughs> um, I don't think so, because see, he counted, then I counted, and I had him count again, and his second time he counted matched mine. <laughs> I, I feel like if he could count right the second time, perhaps you changed the number to count? Boy, I just, you just don't trust me, do you? Hmm. I, I mean, to be mine. honest, though, I mean, to be honest, you did run into you on a pirate ship. You can understand how I'm a little dubious. That is true, but I've helped save your life too, my friend. I mean, we are good buddies now. He puts his arm around you. 
Says, I tell you what, next time we get some loot, we'll have you count first. That way, you know, Mr. LP boy, we don't have to worry about him screwing up numbers. Or how about I count it and then he counts it? That works for me. Okay. Good. And then he starts putting all the junk back into his vest. <laughs> so you all get a good night's rest. So you have to have a little bit of a watch because frogs keep popping up and they seem to be a little bit leery of what's happening on the beach. You know, they're they're definitely keeping an eye on things. They're certainly something you need to watch for, but they skitter off at the first sign of trouble, and so it's just it's more of a nuisance than anything else. Morning comes, and the sun comes up. It's a relatively clear day. The currents seem to be heading east. What would you like to do? Ah, it's a perfect day to be on the sea. Let's get to it, my friends. Do we want to go ahead and get the boat out to see? Aaron? Mm-hmm. How's Kevin doing? He's looking a little bit more normal. He's He's been acting uh, fine, though. He doesn't seem suspicious or anything. No, like he's way. a little shaky. Yeah, okay. Like he's almost like he's withdrawing a little bit, but he's not having major issues. Druck did hear him puke over the middle of the night, but <laughs> that, that makes neat. sorry. <laughs> oh wait, no, never mind. Never mind. It wasn't. I didn't have any drinks. I mean, you did eat a lot of that grass, though. <laughs> grass is good. <laughs> Tastes delicious. <laughs> Maybe for oh, a He's over there eating grass mm. all night. You think something's happening, and some, it's, it's just, just Giovanni, Giovanni eating grass. <laughs> Rolled over and <laughs> has a mouthful of grass. <laughs> All right, get this ship out to sea. And... I would like to help him as much as possible by staying out of the water as much as possible at the same time. Okay. I yeah. don't know how, like how that's going to work. Or... By making the boat heavier? Yeah. Okay, great. Well, you can pick him up, walk on the water, and place him in the boat. <laughs> I'll help you. Well, not really. You know what we'll, we'll do? They'll push it like out onto the water, and then he'll do like a running jump to try to get in the boat. Druck, we've got to get this Catman used to the water, I tell you what. Yeah, and combat. Oh, yeah, that too. That would be helpful. <laughs> Giovanni's eyes kind of go side to side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, you get yourself pushed away. Within sight of the reef, you see a bunch of frogs standing on the shoreline. Giovanni waves goodbye to them. Do they wave back? <laughs> One. One of the, yes. there's like a dozen there, and one <laughs> dude waves, and then the rest of them look at him with daggers. Oh, I was gonna say, somebody slaps him in the back of the head. Start to head east on the currents. You're using the oars to kind of keep yourself on track with what you feel. You see a few birds fly by. Um, Giovanni's singing while everybody's rowing. He'll, he'll be rowing too, but then at one point, if they're taking breaks, he's gonna take that wand out and start looking at it again. <laughs> and he'll point it at Runar and be like, hey, Runar, did you did you see this thing yesterday? Do you remember this? Christmas saving throw. <laughs> Three. <laughs> <laughs> he starts bawling. I saw it yesterday. I know all I can think about my wife. Why are you so mean? <laughs> okay, so now he turns over to Druck and he goes, oh my gosh, Druck, this is great. This makes people cry. <laughs> I thought that's Christmas what saving throw yesterday. Oh, man. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> you start crying. All right. Giovanni is like dying laughing, and then he puts it back in his vest. They're just like on the same bench, rowing, crying as they go. Why would you bring up my wife like that? That's so back time. Kevin's crying too, just because you Simply made him crying. think about his oh, love. Kevin, it's, it's okay. It's okay. The wand made them cry. They're feeling fine. They'll, they'll snap out of it in a minute. All right. Any conversation while you're out in the sun? 
starting to beat on you a little bit. Well, boys, when we get to town, maybe uh, maybe we'll just be a hop skip away from my ship. We'll get the Sea Phoenix, and we can head out and find that golden monkey. I need to get back to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's been longer than the last four minutes. Here. No, he's embracing it now. <laughs> Great, you made him wallow. <laughs> I just want to get back, so I can go back to go back to the Silesian, and then I can just I don't have to worry about this, and just spend the rest of my days with my wife. Don't I? You're getting a little um, homesickness. I get it. I get it. Okay, then we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll get we'll get the Sea Phoenix, and we'll be on our way. But why? The Sea Phoenix would actually be further. I should just go back to the place where they did the teleportation circle. Well, we just need to make one little stop. I need we need to find some treasure. You know, get just one quick little stop. Yeah, there's the guardians. Is that not enough for you? Uh, no, it's not. No, no, I need more. I need more. <laughs> a little bit more. Kevin says to Giovanni, where, where are you from? I am from the sea, my friend. You, uh, you came from the sea? I did. Mayor gave birth to me. <laughs> Wait, I... But wouldn't he give birth to, a, like, a sea creature instead of a goat man? <laughs> That's what makes me so special, my friend. And he smiles. <laughs> Apparently he's a seagull. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been called a seagull before. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, make, I guess that makes sense. That's right. I have my own island, too. What? Where's What's your island? Ah, uh, it's down south. Well, we're pretty south. Where? Do you know where it is? It's about five days south of Golorod. I didn't get to Colorado. Can we just, just go straight to Colorado? We'll see. We'll see. We're, we're going east, so we're going in the right direction. Okay. Okay. And he pats your head. <laughs> <laughs> he gets out a, a handkerchief that looks very used, and he hands it over to you. <laughs> <laughs> and then he puts it right back in his vest. Thanks. <laughs> oh, man. I rolled a 19 for blowing my nose. <laughs> so a couple of days go by. Huh, so much for that seagull I caught. Yeah, you've, you've <laughs> kind of eaten through the birds that Runar grabbed. And you're starting to worry a little bit. Oh, I have a fishing pole and like, bait and tackle and stuff. So Giovanni will start fishing every day. Kevin helps. He's, he's nice. getting, getting to be more of himself. And he knows what he's doing, but he's... A skilled fisherman. Can I roll survival to see if I get any fish? Yeah, with an advantage. Because with you advantage, have, nice. All right. You have Kevin. Fifteen. You catch a couple of fish. It's it, When you're out in the middle of the sea, it's a little harder without nets and things. And you do catch enough to kind of keep you going for a couple more days. Nice. Probably about five days have passed. And everybody's a little sunburnt. And tired of hearing about Renard's wife and Maribel. And it's actually a kind of an overcast morning. And to the east of where you are, the sun's just coming up, and it silhouettes this island that comes out of the mist. Kind of rocky. And you can just make out a little bit of movement on the shores. Mm-hmm. And beyond the island itself, just past, you see a oh, half of a ship. Uh-oh. And it has green sails.
<laughs> By golly, that was a lot of fun. Don't you just love frog people? Until they turn into crocodiles, of course. But hey, speaking of fun, please like and subscribe so you can join us in the future and have fun with us. We typically release new episodes every other Friday. Please follow us on social media, too. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and all the other ones. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time, and hopefully we get past those darn emerald pirates.